So I'm just talking to you. All right, dear. Hello, I'm Nana. And if you enjoy listening to my sweethearts talk on this show, maybe tell a friend of yours. And maybe they can enjoy it, too. And if you would like to see this little show go a little bit further, maybe check out the Darlings Buy Me a Coffee account. All right. Okay, honey, you can go ahead with your flashlight thing now. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, hey, hey, it's June. We're getting a bit gay. I can say that because most of my friends are gay. Literally, I did the counting, most of them. Any of the ones I talk to, anyway. Uh, So, this evening, uh, we are doing a two-parter. This one is going to be about... Uh, pride experiences and the next part will be about pride history so if you're interested in either of those two please join us and this evening I'm joined by Coleman and Greg our two aficionados this evening on the subject Uh, I myself have never been to a pride parade ceremony anything of that nature I've got nothing against it uh, the only question I have is that, can I have a straight parade? What did you ask? Oh, hell, I don't know. Oh, you said about straight pride. Yeah, can we have I a straight parade? I absolutely think parade? people should have straight pride, too. Yeah. I think that, I don't think that, you know, this is the thing is, as many people think it's, I'm anti, just because I'm gay, I'm anti-heterosexual. Uh, yeah. Anti-family. And that really bothers me because it would be, I would be against my own family. And, and there's so many gay and lesbian couples that have children oh well i don't know any <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but, any either you know, but, but i've heard there yeah i've heard that there are two and and i have unfortunately i've had a couple of negative experiences with that because the people were leaving living a double life oh no i do know a lesbian couple so uh my friend garrett uh in high school i went over to his place the, one day and he doesn't even give you the heads up nothing right he comes over and he's like, yeah, this is my mom, Lisa. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. A couple of minutes later. Yeah, this is my mom, Elaine. W- wait a minute. <laughs> you said mom twice and they were both lady names. And then then you're like, oh, you, you put the two and two together. Like, yeah. you know, give me some slack. This is still like, you know, late 90s, early 2000s kind of thing. And I grew up in a small northern ontario town of owen sound you know we we didn't have a huge population to be able to get a huge population of any minority at all really no and the thing is is most gay people leave small towns young yeah to go to in the larger cities where there's more of them like that well that's how it could be a very lonely life if you're in a very small community when you're the only one yeah Nobody wants that, right? But there are communities that have gay couples yeah, who live in small communities and are well accepted in the community. Yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, 
Lisa eventually broke up with uh, her lover, what whatever you want to call it. I don't know if they were officially married or not, and it's also none of my damn business. Um, that's how I usually play most things. It's none of my damn business. You know, I don't know what came, came of privacy anymore, but everybody's got to get their sexuality on the table and and see what cards everybody's playing with. But that's not the point. We are talking about our experiences at these things. Um, like I said, I haven't been, so I'll have to ask Greg. Greg, what was the first one you went to? Uh my first pride was probably in Toronto, and that was probably around ten years ago. And only ten years ago? Yeah, because I wasn't really that out for like I was. So I knew you before you went to pride. Yeah, probably. I because Sarah and I've been married almost eleven years, I think. Yeah. So or, no, together eleven years. So maybe it was a little further. Maybe, maybe. 12, 15 years ago. Oh, okay. It was my first okay. pride. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I would, uh, Toronto was my first experience and it was, it was fun. I mean, you get to see the parade on the one Sunday and they're all like, it's, you're just lined up along Young Street and everywhere like Dundas and. Did you have all your clothes on or at least 75%? I, yeah, I had, I burned easily. So. Oh yeah. You're like yeah. me. So I'd be like, no, keeping no. that on. And to be and honest, in Toronto, yeah, that that's like a bare egg in a frying pan. That's that that's getting cooked for sure. Yeah, and the other thing is, like, a lot of people are fully clothed because there's a lot of children at these events yeah, now, so you can't really get away with being naked anymore. It's almost frowned upon, really. It is frowned upon, and that's the thing is, is that. We they still do have the dike march in Toronto, like Toronto has a parade. Other communities don't have parades. Like Hamilton doesn't have a parade. I thought we they just, did, but in the wrong. No, month. we don't haven't haven't had a parade for a long time because we're oh. not downtown anymore. So it's either Gage Park. This year it's at um, Pier One Park, park down there. Sure, whatever it's called. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, I, know I don't right leave now. much. But that's where they are. And and so there's no, there's no marching. There's no like dike march, this march, that march. It's just a bunch of people getting together, whole bunch of pride colors and drag queens singing. Now, what about when you well, get like all sing, these but... these people in like next to nothing or they've got no shirts on, just have their boobs well, there's painted? Always, and... Men always walk around with no shirts on. No, I'm talking like the women. They'll have their nipples. Women out. are allowed in this province. Well, I know, I know. To go topless. My question also is, why are you bringing children? It, I see it more as an adult parade, in some respects. Well, there, are, but you just said there are gay families with children. Yes. So but should it's... they go to Pride but keep their kids at home? Right? No. So I think the thing is, is that mm, yeah, I think see, children. The... I think the thing is, is we need to stop sexualizing people to the point where that's the thing is. But a you lot don't of the... want like the people when this comes to this argument of children, we have children. Oh well, we don't want them to see two men holding hands. But I got no problem. With that. And then it's still a problem. Well, there's people who do. Yeah. And then there's still the problem of, well, we look at a woman's breast as a sexual thing. Yeah. They shouldn't be taught that that's actually a sexual object, that this is a natural woman. She has breasts. Women have breasts. So like Men have them, too. They're just smaller. And so some like, of them, like me, I have bigger than some women. 
But, so we would have to desexualize the human body for it all to work again. Oh, it's it's a difficult issue. I think the thing is, is I don't have these answers. No, I know, I and, and I don't answers, expect to but, anybody you know, to have these yeah. answers. Um, um, but the, yeah, the one thing, even I, like when people say we're sexualizing, like uh, like right now with the whole grooming thing that's happening against the gay community. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Either. Um. First of all, I'm not around children. You're the only couple I know that have yeah. a child. Yeah, and and that's the same and thing she's the for a girl. How old is she? Wide yeah. variety of gay people. They don't know a whole lot. Well, of that's children. it. I'm not around children. Yeah, now, they're, right? they're like, I don't living have their lives. In my home. I don't interact. You know, like I said, if I was an uncle, I would have been an uncle, and, and if they, but it never worked out that way. So. And if they are around children, they're around their children half the time. You know yeah, what I mean? Not, so, like, yeah. the ones that are, are there for a reason and aren't yeah. those type of people. They're yeah. parents like anybody else. Like, And I'm not saying that bad things happen, that there's some bad and good and, uh, you know, there are bad gay people out there, yeah. too, right? But, but I'm saying, like, uh, some of the uh, drag queen costumes, some of those can be purposely sexualized and, and meant oh. to be such... You know that that's okay. We're gonna get into politics here because well, it it would be the I experience, with right? Drag queen reading hour myself. Well, I don't know what drag queen we. You know where people hour. go to the library and a drag queen would read a book to children. They're doing these drag queen. Oh, I heard about that. Not that I disagree um, with it. My thing is, what does it? What did a drag queen like? Why? Why do you need a drag queen to reach your children? You can't reach yeah, your own children. Yeah, like I get dropping them. What happened to librarians? Yeah. <laughs> like, they used to do that. I get dropping them off to the librarian for half an hour for story time. Yeah. I get that. You need to copy. Yeah, I'm totally, whatever. you know, like, like that's what librarians do. But like what happened to like getting someone like a folk singer to come in yeah. or or someone who's not as like and like I said, with a drag queen, you're coming with the persona of sexualization, and I'm glad Peter's not here because he would contradict everything yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I know, and but, that's the thing is, is the that th every drag queen show I have seen, yeah, because I'm not into the drag. I don't know drag queens. I don't. Oops. I'm not into the drag queen shows. I don't. I don't go to bars. I'm so I'm an old man now, but God, I did, I stopped going to bars in my twenties. Yeah, even when I, you know, when I lived downtown Toronto, and there are drag queens everywhere. The drag shows were adult-oriented, so it was always from a sexual point yeah. of view. And unless they're changing it, I, I can't. What's but, so special that you're reading a book to a child? Now, <laughs> I just like, you know, like... Now, if you want to make the whole parade and everybody's in luxurious ball gowns, no problem at all. Bring your kids... Bring your family, bring grandma, bring grandpa, get them some culture too, because the, they surely need a taught. Like some of our grandparents. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. It's generational thing. I, I did come from an old family, mind you. So, oh, don't, like, yeah. you know. My grandfather died not knowing I was gay. Ah, uh, well. Because he would have never been able to handle it. So, yeah. Yeah, my grandfather died in like 97. <clears throat> Yeah, that's a, that's a while ago. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a generation gap for, yeah. sure, for sure. Well, my my dad is uh, twenty years younger than his next sibling, so that's where the generation gap happened. Yeah. Like you right. can pinpoint it, right? Like that's obvious. Like uh, all my uncles and stuff on that side are all gone, all aunts all gone. They were all eighty something yeah. though, so like they did live their life, yeah. but just it's just yeah. just not entirely with me. Yeah, that's fine. 
But anyways, uh, what what other kind of things? I know we have the costumes and, and that kind of thing, the colors and the flags. What kind of music do they usually play? All, all types of music. A lot of it is, I mean, when you think of pride, you think of like dancing because you want to dance and express yourself, right? So a lot of it's like... Not- I, all I'm seeing is Richard Simmons in my head. You, you got to sweat. Oh, kind of. <laughs> a little bit. But I mean, like... I don't know, like, it's mostly, like, the pop music that that's current. That's what gets people going. And then you get, like, a lot of, like, the club music, too. Like, mm-hmm. you, and there's also there's also different types of... Gay ballads? Well, I've heard of them. Don't don't hide yeah, it, Yeah, there are a few. Yeah, definitely. I mean, so so you, you've got different gay ballads uh, that, uh, for some reason, have been adopted. And, like, things like some of Cher's songs... Yeah, uh, or um, Madonna. Madonna is a, is a huge one. Yeah, definitely. Like Madonna is pretty much the queen of pop music, but she's also like our queen. Like we, yeah. like well, I wouldn't say she's our queen. I mean, like a lot of people, because it's Madonna, she has like a love hate relationship. Like a lot of yeah. people love her, but then there's a lot of people that don't like her either, right? So I'm kind of. Yeah, I I am a Madonna fan, but lately I don't really like what she's been doing the last five years. So I haven't really been yeah, totally Madonna's old with now, her. Though. She's gotta just quit. Well, she can still sing, but she's—I don't know—it's hard. Yeah. That's what she said. I don't. I think she's gonna. Yeah, I mean, she's had knee surgery and stuff like that, right? But hey, you go for it, honey. Do whatever you can until you die. You so know, I'm thinking think things like should be these stopped, boots were but... made for walking and and things like that. You know, yeah. There's a lot of there, yeah, boots are made for walking. That's there, the thing. Since the '60s, yeah. I find in the music industry, any woman who wanted to make it, especially in kind of the up music, had to get through the gay clubs to get noticed. Yeah. So Madonna was it. That's where she was who playing because they were the only people that would let her play. Gloria Gaynor? Is that someone? Yeah, well, he's I think he's a Diana it's a Diana Ross is his diva. Di- yeah, uh, yeah, and the Supreme. So and and you know, that was that was different because that was underneath the the blues. That was the um different mark. But then you also get like the, the, the folk. Since of, disco. But, yeah. Disco. Disco really did. Yeah, a lot Madonna of it. got Madonna was playing in gay clubs, um a lot of those. And I mean even Judy Garland. I mean, she was what? like 60 and she said i wouldn't be here if it weren't for the gays right yeah didn't she have a lot of uh friends that were oh yeah and she's like they're my biggest fans why would i just you know like but yeah it's a lot of music at the pride it's a lot of dancing drinking partying there's you know people oh they're all out of sex i haven't seen any of that I haven't seen any of that. Nobody's I, having sex. I, I haven't heard of outside sex. No, no. that's not happening. I, I've heard of more of that happening at punk rock concerts than yeah. I have at a pride parade. Yeah. Just it's saying, not you know. something that really happens. Not that I've seen. Dressing provocatively, yes. That well, extra step further, I, I have no account of. The only thing that different from a street man walking down the street with no shirt on is the gay man is the shorts are shorter. Yeah, but I'm talking the thongs. I don't even mind the shorty shorts. I'm talking when you're getting into the yeah. thong. The peanut covers? Yeah. You're not hiding it. There's you're, a f- you're barely covering it, but the 
you're 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 less covering it and just changing what color it is. Hose you know, like what? There's hose everywhere. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. It's kind of it. It is kind of like the art of gay. I know, being gay and stuff like that is expressing yourself. So a lot of people will wear that kind of outfit to pride events and you'll yeah. see it and you'll see the guys wearing the straps and everything like they're all in their leather and that's like a common thing too. The leather men I got nothing against. I think yeah. that some of that is cool. Yeah, it's it's very cool. When they're going with their chops with bare ass hanging no, out. You have no so. idea. The, the one year for Halloween, I dressed up as a biker and I used my dad's leather chaps and stuff like I couldn't keep the girls off me. Like, guys, girls, whatever, it's the chaps that do it. I tell you what right now. Get yourself a pair of those. Yeah, assless chaps. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's part of the culture when you're going to the, these pride things. And the other thing is, like, a big thing is now is dry queen. Like, that's huge. Like, we already talked about the dry queens for storytelling and things like that but you have like the actual drag shows that are part of pride and yeah. it's like and they're also on the floats and everything like yeah. when you're going when you're watching the parade you'll see like different floats and everything and so they're always there and it, it's one of those things that you <coughs> that you see there uh, representing and there's all i mean like and you get like the guys that are on there with the drag queens that are Drag queens are trying to make out with them a little bit, you know, trying to get their attention and stuff oh, like geez. that because they're wearing like the skimpy underwear and well, things like that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if you leave the sexuality out of it, I got no problem with kids going. When when you you start bringing the horn dogs in, that's where it goes from being a lifestyle to bringing essentially smut to the street. You know, and like has- I, I wouldn't do a prostitute parade, although. Well, we do, though. We do have sections in the city where prostitutes can parade about. Well, parade they, about, yeah, yeah, but not like... Now, my thing is, I, you know, like... It's, again, so much of denying who actually who, what, and what we, what we are. Human beings are sexual beings. We have yeah. always been. Oh, yeah, 100%. And the thing is, it's the Puritan movement in especially America that sex is this horrendous thing or just when you're married you know 90 percent of children are born well i wouldn't say i don't know if it's 90 percent, but a large amount of parent children are born to teenage parents yeah so it's true now probably life. always be true it's yeah. life and the best thing you can do is educate your child well there is a plus side you get more time no, with your kids well that but it's about educating your children to have autonomy over their own bodies yeah first Tell them about consent and what... Nobody can touch you without your consent. Yeah. Right? Male, female, doesn't matter. And many studies have shown children... Exactly. Yeah. And when you leave out... And it's this thing is that people think, oh, well, gay... You know, children aren't gay. They don't know they're gay. Yeah. Uh, I knew at like six. Yeah. Seven, eight. I knew boys were cuter. I thought boys were cute. I didn't understand the whole concept of what boys do. Or why they were cute. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah. Well, like even being a straight guy myself, you always have that question, am I gay? And until you figure it out, it, it'll be a question. You know, some people experiment, other ones just go, no, I haven't experimented, so I'm obviously not. So, 
you know, and then other people decide from, well, not decide necessarily, but know from the starting that they just are. Did you not take the gay calculator on the internet? I don't know what a gay calculator is. Is it pink? It's, it's a, it's a, it better be It was pink. this website you'd go on and it had like a bunch of questions and you had to answer them and then it would calculate a percentage of how gay are you. Oh, i probably score that really high <laughs> because for some reason a lot of gay people fall into the nerdier categories too. Uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering. His generation. My generation, that's where they're falling, yeah. Yeah. Not mine. No? No, I'm Gen X, so most of them had to find jobs and put a roof over their head because yeah. there were very few and far between jobs, so yeah, we didn't have time to do that. There wasn't a lot of them. Yeah. So is there like food vendors and stuff at these things? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like when you're in Toronto, obviously you have access to all the restaurants and the multicultural there, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's gotten bigger as the years go gone by actually the last pride that i went to in toronto was actually at the world pride so it was two prides it was toronto's pride and it was also the world pride so there was a they have them every four years and it's like the fucking olympics yeah and they're in like a big city and toronto hosted i don't watch that either just so we're clear yeah (laughs) and it was it was great it was the only problem was it was an extra long parade it started around 11 a.m I think, oh, and wow. it didn't end till about four in the afternoon. Like it was, holy it was, crap! No, actually, it was longer than that. It was still going at five o'clock when I was leaving, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow, this is too long." It's like a Santa here yet, right? <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, there's been some issues at some of the prides. As the one pride that I went to in Toronto, it the parade was delayed due to the uh, Black Lives oh, hijacking no. it. Yeah, so that wasn't really fun. See, like, under no means is violence necessary, required, or called for. Right. You know? Yeah. So, like, I'm sure they can set up another day for a better parade if they want to make a day of it. That's it's the point make of being a month a political, of yeah. having a protest, right, is to disrupt. So, and you know what? You got through it, whatever. But Pride itself started as a disruption. Yes, it was. It was a protest. Yeah. And it was, and and my biggest thing with Pride is, is about visibility. And it shows that we're not just 0.01% of the population. See, that's that's essentially the exact same thing that we were doing with the marijuana march then. Yeah. Yeah, it's all a protest to disrupt and make your voice heard. Yeah. And when you do that, people actually listen. You get enough of us, yeah. and you wait long enough, someone does Well, something. when people see, oh my God, there's a lot of them, instead of just one or two, yeah, that's the thing, right? It's like, oh, we can sway the votes if we just kind of switch exactly. this law a little bit, or, or, or let that slide the thing a is, bit. Is that, or... or those people become more vocal, and then what <laughs> happens is they bring in others, because allies yeah. come into play, right? Yeah. So there's people go, no, that's horrible. These people should have the same rights. Doesn't matter which one it is, religious or I believe everybody should have the rights. Yeah, yeah. And I am not against dividing, actually. My thing is if we treated this as this is just the way it is, it's life, then we don't need pride parades. We don't need Black Lives Matter. We don't need any of those groups. But everybody makes it but there's people out there that make it a big deal. I I remember growing you up. You know, we have police and, or whatever who will attack a black man yeah, and hold like, him down. 
instead of treating them like anybody else that you would come across. I know as a kid we're naive, but yeah. like, even so, like, I never remember going around talking about how I don't like this particular race of person. Or can you believe what this type of religion people are doing or anything like that? I don't know if it, no, it couldn't have been because I wasn't watching the news because my parents would make me watch the news. So like, I don't know what it is that we had to start sticking labels on everything all of a sudden. That's my thing. And like, it's, it is to divide us, right? Yeah. Like, they want us because the pro- the thing is humanity comes together. We could move the sun if we wanted to. I think we could. If we could find a way to do it. If we came together and it was necessary to do it. they It's all about dividing us. And making, like you said earlier, about misinformation in the news. Yeah. Is to keep us confused and combating each other so we don't know what the elite are doing. What they're doing, yeah. And that's what I'm and saying. they don't like, have our interest in heart. So they don't give us shit about pride. They don't give us shit about, you know... Black Lives Matter. They don't give a shit about you as a white straight man. They don't give a shit about you either. Just as much yeah. as they don't give a shit about us. They're producing us to make money and keep us divided yep. so we don't come together. Well, I guess there might have been uh, too many uh, straight white men because that's the war on it now, right? Well, it's horrible. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white man. We're all white men here. But See, it's like, not like I'm saying it's, you know, again, you're not a person who would ever take the rights away from anybody. As far as I know, neither are you. No. You wouldn't treat anybody differently. Why should you, you as well? Yeah. Like, like, I didn't come from a, a city that had a lot of different races. Like, we had one colored guy in our school. Great guy. Like, but we never went, oh, yeah, do you know that black kid? And it's like, no. Everybody knew him. His name yeah. was Rolf. Yeah. We didn't ever bring it up. And if anyone wrong. does, the rest of the school kicked your ass. Yeah. Just for being ignorant, right? Yeah. Like there was no there there wasn't any wall. And that's what I love about my daughter, for example, because she has a gay couple of uncles, then she's got her outside of family uncles, Uncle Peter, yourself, Greg. She doesn't see the difference between a straight couple and a gay couple. There is no difference. I asked her one day because I wanted to see it through the eyes of a babe. Because sometimes you got to pull yourself back down to the ground, right? And I said, River, do you know why mommy and daddy are, or why we're with each other? And she says, yeah, daddy, because you guys love each other. I'm like, okay. Do you know why Uncle Adam and Uncle Rob are together? She's like, yeah, Daddy, because they love each other. I'm like, okay, just checking. Yeah. You know, I didn't say she was wrong or anything else. I wanted to know what she thought. And the answer I got was one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my life. She's a very smart girl. And way ahead of her time. Like, Definitely. Like, I'm even still hearing people going around going, oh, that's fucking gay. That's fucking gay. I'm like... Dude, that as a slang insult died in like the 90s. Let it go. Let it go. A l- like, even the term faggot. A lot of people don't like that term, and I get it. But we, you and I had a friend of mine, 
And uh, actually, we had two if you knew David. I don't know if you knew David. But um, I came in, and David had got upset because I said the F word. And all of a sudden, Jamie comes bursting in from the other room. Someone asked for a faggot? I'm a faggot. Who needs a faggot? And I'm like, oh, my God, Jamie, you're amazing. You know, like, he's gone now. He's he's on the list of many departed that I've known, but uh, definitely missed definitely missed um but yeah i I love how river is so blind to it all it's amazing it's really good um getting back to the pride festivals uh i there are local ones as well so it's not just the bigger cities that have them so for instance i live in the niagara region and there's a few different ones in the niagara region that i've been to like st Catharines has one and uh fort erie has one now and there's and it's all like we all try to to go out and support our community and obviously it's sometimes it's a challenge because you're all different right not not everyone gets along obviously but do do you get a lot of overflow from other communities uh i don't i think it's mostly just the region i mean unless we there's they try to promote it out like on out in different areas like Toronto and stuff like that. But a lot of the times it's, it's just local people that come and we get like a good decent amount. Like on, for instance, there's going to be one on June 3rd in St. Catharines. And we usually, they usually, it's called pride in the park. And there's, we usually get about 5,000 people there in the afternoon. So, So, I mean, like it's, it's, it's good. I mean, like there's a lot of, people that come out and support it but and it's funny though because if like in our region they they do try to keep up having like a we don't have a gay bar or anything like that in our region so they try to do like a once a month venue and and so it's weird though because we don't really get that many people out to them because they just no one goes to them is it that the population is too low Gay bars are becoming a thing of the past. Oh. The younger generations aren't drinking as much. Oh, well, that's a good thing. And what they do is they do more home parties. And I think they're doing other things. Like, and they also do a lot more social media, right? So our children aren't getting... The younger generation, yeah, it's just they're not into going to the bars. and the, So, like, is going out and getting into shit a thing of the past? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's... I'm going to have some wild stories in about 10 years. Lots of communities, all it is is just a little get-together in a park or something. There's no parades. There's no going to town hall, raising the pride parade. Like, they, all these people say, oh, they're going to be raising them in every community. It's not happening. Yeah. You know, it's just something that somebody organizes a day in the park. It's pride. There we go. And it's usually done in jam. Well, for Niagara region, that's actually they do flag raising for every city so we have one this year like actually it's tomorrow and it'll be up for the month of june so oh the whole month eh yep and they do them at schools as well and mind you some of the schools don't want to but they put them up anyways but i mean like yeah but i mean like but I mean, like, that's one of the the events that we have in St. Catharines as well is the flag raising. And they try to make it as a big deal, you know, because it is a big deal for us. And, yeah. and then 
also we have like a actually a, an awards show and it's basically called the unity awards and it's basically for organizations that support our community and it's also for people that are doing good for the community so they 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 give them like awards and you and it's just like an awards show for gay people really lgbq plus so now do do they ever charge an entrance for these things or anything yes i mean yeah because it's a dinner so obviously it's going to cost a little bit and it's formal so you have to dress up and everything and so that's for the award show i mean like for the uh i was at the kickoff party last night and there was a, there was obviously a fee because it's at the it was at the arena so they were charging to get in for that right so, oh okay yeah well, and, you gotta be able to cover your losses, right? I, I guess at least. Right, and I mean, and plus they got like drag, they got the they had a drag queen from uh, RuPaul there as well, drag show. So, and they're expensive. They have performers. Well, I well, mean, if like they, if they, yeah, if they've been on RuPaul's drag show, they can charge, you know, good. Oh, really? Good amount of money. Yeah. And huh. it's up to the organization to pay. That's how the drag queens make their money, right? Is going to bars and shit and getting paid to pour a beer. Huh. And when they become big and famous, then yeah. they could command a lot of money. Okay, so are these things licensed, like alcohol license oh, and I, stuff? I don't think. I think some of them aren't. I think some of them are just at an organization that has it. They're just having a night and wanted to. Well, I mean, let's like, have a drag queen. I mean, night, like, I mean, know? like some of the parades are the parades. Oh, the parades are sponsored. There, there's um, Toronto. Toronto especially is sponsored. It does receive funding from the city and the provincial government as well. There's also, yeah. So there's and then that's the sponsors, because Toronto Pride, Toronto Pride actually is one of the largest in North America. Oh yeah, I know it's a yeah, big one. It's yeah, it's huge. Yeah, and people can make a lot of money. People come from a long way to go to that. Yes, too. they do all over the world. All over the world to come to Toronto. Well, didn't they say that Toronto is one of the most diverse places on the planet because we just have a little bit of everybody? Um, we're one of them. Toronto is the most multicultural city in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And Canada is a very multicultural nation. Oh, God, yeah. So it's, you know, like it's. Uh, both different prides and all that. Montreal Pride is probably just as big as Toronto or bigger. Yeah. Okay. So um, is the music in French? No, I no. mean some. No, I mean like Come it's Montreal. On, I had to ask. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I haven't been, so I got to ask the questions. I've never been to Montreal Pride, but I know uh, friends that have been, and they tell me lately it's better than Toronto Pride. It's oh, because competition. They, well, it's just better organized, and there's uh, really uh, there's not really a gay scene anymore in Toronto, and Montreal still has that gay area, and it's and it's more. You get a lot more people there, and and it's and it seems to be like it attracts a lot more. Like I think I find like a lot of people from Ontario will go to Montreal instead of staying in Ontario for their own pride. You know. So for the ones that are more stationary, is there any rides or anything? Like they bring out the the well, teacups or anything? No, I think the most like the one in Brantford was a small one, so it was just they had a couple vendors. Uh, a couple of people performing and some talking, and most people just kind of wandered around. Kind of like a Festival of Friends yeah. kind of deal? Yeah, kind of, but not on the scale of Friend Festival of Friends. Oh, even. Okay, okay. yeah. Like, unfortunately, with Hamilton, it's 
the pride committee, like, and a lot of these, it depends on if you have a good pride committee or not. Because if you don't have somebody who's doing any work all year to get it up and running, it's not going to be good like any venue. Yeah. So Hamilton, unfortunately, their pride committee is lacking yeah. sorely because our pride is not until the end of August. Well, uh, pride's over. Pride is in June, not August. It's over. So we got about 10 minutes. I wanted to ask, oh, I just lost it. Oh, I had it and it's gone. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, you're right about uh, if you don't have like a good committee, a community that committee that helps out with it, obviously it's not going to go that well. There, there's the idea. Did uh, COVID really take a ding out of it? Do you think? Oh yeah, let's get right political. Yeah, uh, give her. Unfortunately, no. No. Uh, prides were shut down. But what had happened is during COVID, there were raves going on. Oh. And so that's when monkeypox started to spread, right, through Europe and then came in over to North America. Was people going to the raves during the whole COVID thing. Oh. And I didn't know monkeypox was going yeah, on. Yeah, it was. It came out of Belgium. Oh. A couple raves. And it's not all sex with monkeypox. It's just contact, right? You can just brush up against somebody oh, and get monkeypox. Okay. Gay men hug and kiss each other. It's what we do, right? We're like a bunch of women when they get together. Hey, girl. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're like that. There's the stereotypes. Because that happens, right? We are like a bunch of girls, that you know, holding hands with each other and... You know, like it'd be nothing, yeah, to come up and go, hey, girl, you know, give each other a kiss on the cheek. Just, it would be just, nothing. Just, yeah. So it it's, spreads it's, quite quickly. Yeah. Um, so they were doing the vaccines. But yeah, no. The prides were shut down because the, they have to get city permission. Oh, okay. So the cities weren't giving them. And the cities were shut Private them. raves going all out throughout Europe, the whole fucking thing. And, well, there it goes. And of course, you know, it was, <laughs> if you ever ask Peter about it, but. Peter's comment was when it's like with my, oh, well, you know, it's just a rich gate spreading it. Yeah. He goes, I can't fly to Belgium to go to a rave. <laughs> so, yeah. True. Like, yeah, that's true. Well, who spread COVID? The rich. Mm, yeah. They're on planes going all over the world. I'm not going anywhere. It wasn't Greg. Greg was here the whole time I saw him. Yeah. Well, it wasn't him either. Yeah. Because we're all poor. We're not, we're not spending $5,000 on a plane trip somewhere. Yeah. So. What do you got, White Shadow? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, COVID did shut down, obviously, a lot of the uh, pride, so it was a little quiet, because everything else was shut down, so you couldn't yeah. even do any other other festivals, really, right? So, I mean, like, so, but we had it last year, and it seemed to recover pretty good. I don't know about Toronto, because I haven't been to Toronto in a few years, so. Okay, can you buy... Adult toys, if you catch my drift, at some of these vendors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like. See, with that, like, I wouldn't take an eight-year-old to that, you know. And that is your job? Yeah. As a parent to decide what is. Yeah. What benefit to your children. But you give her, like, another year, maybe two. Okay, fine. She's got to learn at some point, so. I'm a firm believer, don't come in between a parent and their child. Right. Never. Right. And parents want to bring their children to pride. That's their own choice. I would, yeah. you know, I don't know. I don't have children. And yeah. I would, I just go because it's there and I'm celebrating my peeps, right? Yeah. 
But if uh, people choose do. to, but if there's people say, no, I don't think it's appropriate for my child, then you don't take your child. You have every and, right to decide what is appropriate and inappropriate for your child. And, and that's a lot of what a lot of the parents don't see nowadays is that, no, that's your job. Yeah. It's not mine. Yeah. It's not yeah. the government's. It's your job to say. Yeah. Just, just like in, in the education system. Parents, you better be aware of what the schools are teaching your children. Because you know what? In North Korea, they teach the children to, to snitch on their parents so they oh, can get nice. put in prison. Is that what you want school teaching your children? Yeah. So be involved. Yeah. Don't blame anybody else. Talk to your kids. Talk to your kids. Talk to your teachers. Yeah. What are you, you know, know the curriculum. Uh, yeah. So we're at 40 minutes. What else you got, Greg? You got good stuff? You got stories about being in a pool afterwards or something? <laughs> <laughs> Put Greg on the spot. He's turning red. It's great. I've been to a couple of pool parties before. Um, and it was during obviously the summer. It wasn't. I don't think they were really. Well, I guess they were privately because they're all gay men that were there basically. And we used to go to this one house, and they had a nice dinner for everyone, lunch, and they had a pool, and you had brought your own drinks and everything and people would go skinny dipping you know because it's someone's private house no one they're out in the middle of nowhere so no one's going to see except for the people that are there so i mean yeah that was my first uh, experience at a k <laughs> pool party so that was fun though i mean i didn't i had i was I had my bathing suit on obviously but yeah yeah as you do yeah i mean well, but not all of them are well, summer clothing optional yeah but I mean, like, and there's also like, if you go to like campgrounds and things like that, there's a lot of gay campgrounds, and there's, there's, and they have like pride festivals as well, like Cedar Point, no, Cedar, no, just Cedar Campground over by up up Highway Six. Just had to be a hardwood. Coleman's gone. He's off in the corner. He, yeah. He'll be back in a minute. It's the campground thing. <laughs> there's a campground down by uh Port Dover the gay campground and they have bear hunting night <laughs> I picture it as all these bears in the woods and people going out and hunting bears and bringing them Dear back sweetie. and I am sitting here laughing about that whole thing because my ex used to go to it and he'd say oh well they're having bear hunting night Saturday night bear night and I'm like I could just picture all these fat hairy men in the woods with, hiding with out waiting for shit. some hunter to come and get them like yeah, yeah. you know come get me <sighs> men in their imagination <laughs> yeah, yeah i guess so you're talking about turkey point oh that's it yeah that didn't make it any better <laughs> so funny. as soon as you uh, put point at it uh, you know i have a type person i don't take my clothes off anywhere so, you know, I'm like, I get in trouble every time I do. So. Yeah, I just don't do it. I'm like, you know what? And the world side takes the collective sigh of relief. The whole thought of it. Right. So, yeah, unless I'm in my own house, my clothes stay on. This is like a whole other topic that we could probably talk about. I mean, like nude camps and stuff. Well, not probably. like like nudity with the gay scene and stuff like that, because there's like a you could you could go there's so many things that happen with that yeah you know yeah. but we are at 43 minutes so we got to the end of her uh so this has been our coverage of the experience of the pride well festival parade whatever you want to 
call it. These are the experiences, and we're sharing them with you. Come back next week for part two where we discuss the history of pride. Have yourself a good one. Good night.